Please stand clear of the doors. Hey, oh man, we're on the monorail. Jen, I'm so happy to have you back. On. Oh, oh my God. Adam, what are you doing, man? What are you... Back itches. I can't reach it. I got the perfect thing for you. What? Here, take my official Alani slash Oriental Trading Company back scratcher. Oh, thank you. Hey, can I keep this afterwards? Gross. Oh man, do you know how much it costs? No. <laughs> Welcome to episode 107 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Today we will be giving the his on Alani. So Jen, welcome back to the show. It's glad to have you back. You, you've you been gone for a little bit. Just a little bit. A few yeah. weeks. Yeah, but you've been kind of super busy, right? Yeah. <laughs> to, to say the least. Say Hopefully the... things are going to kind of level out now. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't, know. I don't know. He's got a new puppy. Like 20 minutes ago. Yeah, so. you probably like 20 minutes ago, yeah. Things are not leveling out. <laughs> no, 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 no. Tonight's going to be a bad night. <laughs> yeah, probably the next couple of days. But, you know, uh, we're, I'm looking forward to meeting Bindi in a couple yes. of days here on Sunday. I think we're going to head on over there and meet Bindi so I can try to get yes. my wife on board on with a puppy. <laughs> oh, Bindi is Bindi's like a uh, like a little fuzzy bear. I mean, she's oh so gosh. cute. She's... I, I, I don't know. They're trying to get her to go to the bathroom right now. So if <laughs> if she goes to potty, she can come in the house because, you know, we have these grandiose plans of potty training right away. So if she does come in the house, then I'll have them sneak her in so you guys can see her. Awesome. If she, if she doesn't potty, she has to sleep outside? No, she there. There's a battle of wills going on between my husband and the dog already. Uh -oh. um, he's he's losing. The dog's going to win for sure. <laughs> so we'll see. So um, I'm really looking forward to hearing about Alani and, and about your uh, the whole experience over there. You kind of you FaceTimed with me a couple of times from the resort and kind of showed me your view and stuff like that. Uh, and we talked, you know, a couple of times on your trip. So I'm really looking forward to kind of digging deeper into everything and the whole DVC Alani experience. It's kind of crazy to think that 48 hours ago I was sitting at the resort and now I'm back home and it's back to reality, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Do you go back to work tomorrow? No, Monday. No, because oh, of, awesome. of the puppy. Yeah. I yeah. took the rest of the week off. That's cool. So uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, Alani before we kind of, you know, get into the history. Um, from what I saw from the resort, it looked really nice when you FaceTimed me. Yeah, it um, it's it was absolutely gorgeous. Uh, the weather was perfect. Um, there's it's. It's big, but it's not get lost a bunch of times big. I think we got our bearings for why the end of the first day, um, you know, we had a pretty good idea of where things were and, and stuff like that. So we could navigate around a lot quicker, um, but just absolutely beautiful. Definitely um, a bucket list checkoff for sure. Cool. Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward because a couple of times that we talked, you kind of talked about the the pool situation, how you had to get there early and seats was that was kind of difficult. And I kind of heard about that on the Facebook page, like Alani, for, for mm -hmm. people traveling there. And I'm looking forward to hearing about the actual rooms. I think you're going to be kind of surprised about some of the history here because Alex was telling me some numbers about how much money it costs for this resort to be oh, built. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of uh, crazy. Uh, we. We 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 were kind of like you know talking about how in the movies when like villains talk out they throw out these huge numbers 
You know, that's mm-hmm. you're going to hear some numbers that you're like, what is this like a movie? Is this like even real money? How is it even possible? Yeah, it's crazy. I, I will say this after being on both sides of the island, you know, we did spend a little bit of time down in like Honolulu, Waikiki area um, and just seeing, you know, that resort area as opposed to the um the Koalina side. Well, Kapolei is the city that's closest to Alani. And then oh, Alani's in the Koalina resort area. Um, the vibe of that area is so much more relaxing than in Waikiki. That that place was so busy. It was just it was just stressful to get out and walk around because there's just so much going on down there that once it was almost like you got to breathe this great sigh of relief once you were back in uh, you know. Alani so mm-hmm. it's definitely it was definitely relaxing I would that first and foremost that's what I would say the, re, the Alani resorts relaxing the, the whole area and the resort in particular yes just a completely different vibe the vibe that we were looking for so that was good so Jen you know we actually we know we haven't been there we're, yeah. we're to the port part where we talked about the rating right what would you rate this experience <laughs> Well, you know, going back a few weeks when we were talking with one of our other guests about um, Disney resorts, you know, top three or whatever like that, I am going to say that this is this has made it into my top three now for sure. Oh, really? Uh, yes, it has. Just because the sights, the smells, the activities, all of that, um, it is in my top three, probably my top two. Yeah, I'd be surprised so. it's not number one. Uh, it's well, it's. The only reason it didn't make number one is because I like the vibe of the Grand Californian better. That's my, I just like that outdoorsy kind of whatever, but Alani is number two now. So for sure. Let's get to the his on Alani. Hello. Alani is a Disney resort located on the island of Oahu. This 800-room Hawaiian resort immerses the guests into the Hawaiian traditions and culture. Guests can enjoy many of the excursions offered as well as enjoy the pools and beach. There is a small water park between the two resort hotel buildings and plenty of relaxing picture-perfect spots. The resort provides many different food services with Makahiki offering a character breakfast. Alani will help you relax and enjoy that one-in-a-lifetime Hawaiian vacation. I agree with that. Although not the once in a lifetime because my husband's already talking about when we're going back. So really? <laughs> yeah, he wants to buy a contract out there. That's all he talked about, you know, when we started talking about the DVC aspect of it to the point where, you know, I was like, do you want to talk to somebody about that? But he mm-hmm. he abstained probably when he saw the bill at the end. So I know, you know, obviously when you talk about people and you talk about trips to like bucket list, bucket list trips, you hear Alaska, you hear Hawaii. We've been to Alaska, you know, you and I together, you know, Mm -hmm. now you kind of went to Hawaii. Which one? I know they're kind of two totally different experiences, right? Mm -hmm. Which one do you, which one do you see you going back to first, Hawaii or Alaska? I I would say Alaska again, only because I see us rotating Alaska, Hawaii, Alaska, Hawaii, just because they are so different. I will say I will go back to Hawaii in the wintertime, though, only because the weather is not too, too different. But they did. They kind of got me with that whole added aspect of, oh, by the way, in winter, you know, there's a lot of whale watching. And, you know, that's my thing. So I was like, okay, ding, sold. Plus, it's that thing of like, you know, Christmas in Hawaii. For some reason, that's like a big thing that we want to do. Well, you know, Christmas, the cranks, weren't they going to go to Hawaii? Maybe they're going to go to Bahamas or something like that. But they were going somewhere 
like tropical for sure. Yeah. <laughs> they got the tan. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good movie. Uh, um, a quick question about Hawaii. You know, Hawaiian winter time isn't isn't is it a little cooler? Did they mention anything about the weather changing at all? I think it's a little cooler. Um, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't as hot. It's more uncomfortable here this time of the year than it is uh, here in Florida, it was, right? at least for us. Definitely. When mm-hmm. we finally, when we got out of the car for the first time, oh my you know, get back home, throw everything in the car and whatever, and we get out in the humidity, just sticks <laughs> to your clothes. It wasn't as humid in um, Hawaii, but they did say it was funny because when I was booking different things, um, you know, and I was asking about the weather, um, one of them, one of the excursions was like, well, where are you from? And I said, I'm from Florida. And they're like, oh, you're not going to have a problem at all. Oh. <laughs> so um, the weather was comparable, but not as severe. Um, I think in the, in the winter it's slightly milder but still able to get out and enjoy things so that's mm-hmm. you know sounds like a, a nice uh vibe to me you, you ever see that uh picture of like a meme and you know where when you're at um orlando or uh, not Atlanta, orlando international airport right mm-hmm. and you're mm-hmm. and you're pretty much your home and you walk out like the airport and there's that oh, one area you where you feel yeah <laughs> like i can feel the i can feel this picture yeah you can feel that picture which no doubt you can i remember yeah. when we came back from uh alaska you know we walked out there and it's just like it's just like nasty it's like it's a, nasty a warm blanket yeah pretty yes. much. Hot sun. It is. exactly it's like a really good description <laughs> yes it's like i don't want to have a blanket on me right now but i'm outside in florida so yeah you have no choice it is in the 1990s dvc was founded and only limited to one resort now known as Old Key West in Walt Disney World, promising more resorts around the world. DVC became a very popular product, and multiple DVC resorts opened up as well as adding on DVC wings onto pre-existing resorts. Disney conducted a survey with their DVC members and found out the majority of families that could afford it would choose between a Disney vacation or a vacation to Hawaii. Disney then decided that Hawaii was a great place to construct a Disney resort, allowing their guests the Hawaiian trip while still staying under the Disney umbrella. This would also work as a dual resort between Americans and Japanese Disney goers. Disney looked for a location, but due to Hawaii's strict construction and regulation laws, the search for the right spot took over 10 years. Disney ended up partnering and purchasing part of a 642-acre vacation and residential community on the leeward coast of Oahu, 17 miles west of Honolulu. Koalani was originally a vacation area used by Hawaiian chiefs, but in the late 1800s, this area was purchased by a Scottish sugarcane developer, James Campbell. His daughter took ownership of the land and used it as a recreation retreat for Army and Navy servicemen. In the mid-1980s, a Hawaiian developer partnered with a Japanese investor, purchased the property, and built four man-made lagoons, a marine basin, a golf course, and the Koalani Resort. In the early 1990s, resort development stopped due to lack of funds. In 1998, developer Jeffrey Stone purchased the area to continue to develop the now-thriving vacation destination. Disney was one of many companies to partner with Stone in order to gain possession of 21 acres, to finally start building their resort. In 2007, Disney officially announced they would be building an 800-unit resort, which would cost Disney around $800 million. Now, I found out something interesting while we were out there. Oh, yeah? It had to do with Disney. Um, Disney had been definitely been sniffing around Oahu for a while because one of the places that we went uh, is the Kualoa Ranch, which is on the opposite side of the island uh, where they film like Jurassic Park and scenes from Lost and things like that. Uh, and we found out a lot of information about that particular very, very large parcel of land. It's an it's a working ranch, mm-hmm. among other things. But I mean, I don't I can't tell you how many acres it is, but they were saying that it had 
remained in the family since the 1840s and that lots of people um, had put in bids, uh, very, very, very uh, lucrative bids to um, to that particular parcel of land because it, it it's breathtaking. I can't even begin to describe yeah. it to you. And the very first name that she said when she was telling us about this was Disney. So, um, you know, they were definitely seeking out someplace to put something up for a while. I don't know what the timeline was for that, but like I said, first name that came up was that one. So, you know, they weren't playing around. Mm-hmm. And you, 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 you kind of think about it this way is, you know, Disney executives and, and sure, Walt Disney, it's not like, oh, man, we have to go to Hawaii again and check out our, you know, our possibility of expanding there. Oh, man. It's not like they were like hesitant of going out to Hawaii to kind of check out areas. Right. Because it's so beautiful there from from what I can tell. They're drawing straws. And someone's like, oh, I drew their short straw. Dang oh, it. man. Now I will, I will tell you, um, so that is absolutely a resort area. Um, the whole, um, it's Koalina is the name of it. Maybe it was Koalani. Now it's Koalina. I'm not sure, but that's what it's called now. Um, there is, so right next door to Alani is the four seasons. Um, you know, there's a couple other big name resorts and the, actually the parcel of land that is next to Alani is empty. Um, we could see part of that from where our room was and they, there was talk. I want to say it was like Virgin was building a big, they were going to build a big mega resort there and they i don't know what happened permits got caught up if it was a combination of that and covid but the land is is cleared it's empty no construction thank goodness because that was your side right right that was the side we were on so we would have definitely had a view of that instead we had quite the unobstructed view of the ocean and of the um luau lawn so that was kind of cool and you guys got to go to the luau right we did. We did go to the Luau. I can't wait to hear about that. We did a lot of activities that were that week we were there. So many Hawaiians fear the addition of the Disney Resort would result in overdevelopment of the islands as well as further commercialization of the Hawaiian culture. Disney then decided to put together the Cultural Advisory Board, which was made up of local community leaders, hula masters, Hawaiian artists, and Hawaiian cultural experts. They worked hand in hand with the Disney project managers to approve or disapprove ideas and designs. The board helped Disney develop a more cultured location, which would in turn help guests become more immersed in the Hawaiian culture. The board also helped Disney when it came to naming locations with actual Hawaiian words, like the Miki Miki Fitness Center. Miki Miki means energetic. Another example of the Disney displaying Hawaiian culture is their choice to not use the classic tiki torch. This style of tiki torch is not native to Hawaii, but more eastern Polynesian islands. Hawaiians use the kukui torch, which uses kukui nuts that come from the kukui tree. Another reason Alani is more immersive is Disney's decision to bring in Imagineer legend Joe Rohde. Joe Rohde was coming off the success of designing Animal Kingdom, the most nature-driven park. Joe Rohde was not only successful, but spent a lot of his early childhood in Hawaii. He knew that the laid-back surfer islanders were not all Hawaii had to offer, but the cultural history was filled with wonder and tradition. Alani broke ground in 2008, and upon completion of the construction, and to commemorate the handing over the keys to Disney, the Hawaiian construction crew presented lays to the Disney Alani team, who in turn presented Mickey Mouse ears to the workers. August 29, 2011, Alani officially opened its 359 hotel rooms, 481 two-bedroom DVC villas, all housed in the two 15-story towers, which have breathtaking views of the ocean, mountains, and surrounding grounds. On site are two restaurants, an 18,000-square-foot spa, wedding lawn, conference center, a central swimming pool, a 900-foot lazy river, body slides, sunset-facing hot tubs, a quiet adult pool, a snorkeling lagoon, and a conservation pool. 
you can definitely tell that well, number one, you can tell there's a Joe Rody touch to the the whole place. Um, very similar, similar, but different um, design elements to Animal Kingdom Lodge and Animal Kingdom itself. Lots of hidden animals and carvings and things like that. Yeah. Um, what's really nice about Alani is you, I think a lot of people are afraid that you're going to go to, it's going to be a Disney eyes version of, um, Polynesian. you know, Hawaii. And it's not, um, for example, and I'd have to find the picture. Um, you know, Maui is on the side of one of the buildings, um, lassoing the sun, which is one of the stories that comes out of the luau. Um, but it is not Maui, um, uh, from Moana. I mean, it is the, it's an actual, okay. you know, accurate picture depiction of, you know, the way that Maui looks according to history, not yeah. the Disney eyes version. I was so going to say, did they, nice. like, did they add that like after like Moana no, or whatever, but yeah, no, it's big, pretty no, cool, no, 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 that's been there. So it's actually that, you know, the, that story and that legend of Maui came is, you know, that's yeah. where Moana kind of got that from so mm -hmm. um and same with the luau i mean the luau again i think maybe people are thinking that this is going to be a disney-fied luau and it's not i mean the only thing is mickey and minnie come out very briefly um for maybe a song but above and beyond that you know it definitely does stick to the traditional um stories and you know cultural aspects of hawaii with the um you know, with the food and everything like that. The food is uh, actually somebody else was saying to me, I left it. I was talking to people on the Alani Facebook page um, and they people were saying that as far as local luau's go, the Alani food is probably more tame than, um, you know, the adventure seats that you would get at other um, luau's because you can still, you know, the kids can still get chicken tenders and mashed, you know, and mm -hmm. macaroni and cheese and things like that. But, um, you know, it still had the poi and the, and the pork and everything, you know, it was just kind of a little um, different. Can is it served almost like a bento box style? Would you say you missed that Disney feel though, or no? Cause no, you still got a little bit, but you, you, you didn't want more. No, it okay. was nice that it was there if I wanted it, but it, it wasn't in your face. So that's really kind of nice. I mean, you can walk into the gift shops and, you know, there's Hawaiian Mickey's everywhere. And, you know, the turtle um, Olu is a big deal. And so, you know, even the character meet and greets, they're not in the middle of the, you know, where the water slides are and everything like yeah. that. They're not there. They're over on the character lawn, which is way, which is where the luau is. Um, or the Luau Lawn, excuse me. And um, they're, they're kind of, you know, you got to walk to get there. You know, they're done at certain times. There was not a long wait for them and, and they're out of the way. You know, it's not, you don't really see Mickey walking through the lobby of the place. Oh, so man, it's, really? it's very subtle Disney. And, and really, truly, it's not a bad thing with the decor and everything the way it is. I think it's cool how they have Joe Rody his touches around the resort. And yes. you said that you can definitely see it. I think that's kind of cool. Oh, if you're familiar with the Animal Kingdom Lodge, then and Animal Kingdom itself, you definitely would know that they're, you know, very similar in design. Alani is on a cove and it shares that cove with the Four Seasons and then whatever the other resort is that they're going to build on them. Part of it's a public beach. But if you walk over to this lawn at the end of the um, lagoon, you actually get this great view. And that's where my that the picture in my background is taken from that lawn. And um, you get this great view of the resort in itself. And you can definitely see um, the just the 
how natural it looks, because then, you know, when you're looking at this, just to the left is the four seasons, which is brown and white. And, you know, you've made the comment about the tiki torches. Well, there were torches all over the the back patio of the four seasons. You know, you can see them from far away and, you know, you don't see that with Alani. It just seems like they really took um, the, the time and the effort to try to make it um, represent, you know, the Hawaiian culture as best as possible and still make it, you know, that resort destination for worldwide. And so you can, you can see there's just a really nice um, marrying of those two things. And it, it really is the end product is fantastic. Cool. While visiting Alani, it isn't as apparent that it is a Disney resort as at other Disney properties. Guests first enter the large Maka'ala lobby, a beautiful curved archway styled after traditional Hawaiian canoe houses. This concierge location is a warm, inviting building with elegance and artistry. The buildings feature wooden accents and natural colors that complement the beautiful surroundings. Alani's theming is Big H and Little D, an emphasis on Hawaiian tradition and history and a little bit of Disney fairy dust. You will not see random characters running around, and the rooms are not Disney-themed. All meet and greets are scheduled in a secluded place. You can also see characters at the character breakfast at Makahiki, the bounty of the islands. Makahiki is a casual, family-friendly dining restaurant with colorful decor overlooking a koi pond. The three-course breakfast offers a character breakfast four days a week. This location does not offer lunch service, but does offer a three-course dinner with local and fresh ingredients. There is the Ulu Cafe, the Olilo Cocktail Room, Weilani Pool Bar, and Off the Hook, which offers casual cuisine. There are a few outdoor locations that offer quick services, like Mama's Snack Stop, Papalua Shave Ice, and Little Opihi's Beachside Kiosk. The resort provides a five-star spa named Lani Vai. This rejuvenating full-service spa, salon, and fitness center offers spa therapies, salon services, family treatments, and an outdoor hydrotherapy garden, a state-of-the-art fitness and well-being center, and even offers an island-style makeover for kids at Painted Sky High Style Studios. There are many activities at Lani to keep your family busy throughout the day. 41 total excursions, ranging from zipline to surfing. The resort also offers stargazing, fire pit storytelling, adventure trails, live entertainment, and a golf course. Auntie's Beach House is a 5,200-square-foot state-of-the-art kids' club for children ranging from 3 to 12. There are also organized activities for kids ranging from 10 to 12 and 13 to 17. So here's what's funny is you guys know me. You know I'm very organized and meticulous, and I have things planned out, you know, to very, very structured schedule. And we would have to dump things off the schedule because we just, we had a a change or a lack of energy because we were just go, go, go. Um, So unfortunately we did do the Makahiki character breakfast, but we didn't get to do the dinner because we were just worn out just from the constant, you know, go run and do. Um, So I can, I can comment on that. Um, we did eat at Ulu Cafe and the Olilo. How was that? Yeah, I said that right. How was the cafe? Olilo- you know, I love the food. Uh, Ulu Cafe was casual. That was one of those things like, you know, I think we had a Kalua, Kalua I don't know how to pronounce it, Kalua, Kalua pork, maybe, um, okay. flatbread. Okay. That was pretty good. Um, Let's see. Makaiki, we did the character breakfast. Um, I like, I normally like character breakfast um, just because of COVID. This one was definitely modified. Um, like like Chef Mickey, where you take the picture in the beginning and then they bring yeah. it to your table and hey, if you like it, you can buy it kind of thing. So, um, but what was nice is that if you took several pictures with the character, you got them all for the same price. So, um, so that was kind of nice. Um, the food was wonderful. 
but um, especially the macadamia nut pancakes, those were those were amazing. That sounds um, good. But, really good. But that being said, if you were going for the character interaction, especially if you're familiar with that, any kind of character dining, it was it was not there. Um, you basically, after you saw Mickey and Minnie, you walked past Donald and Goofy, basically kind of playing drums and playing around on what was the buffet line. But that was it. No walking around, anything like that. You you know you could, could just kind of stand there and take your picture with them at a distance. So I mean, food wise, it was great. I think, but I also think we paid close to $50 a person oh my for that. gosh and so you know it was like a well one and done I guess <laughs> so yeah was there anything there like for example like when we go on the cruise you know we have the beignets and we we're all constantly kind of wanting that and they'll bring us out to us a couple nights in a row is there anything did you, that, that you had to have twice um no well my my daughter really liked the um poke bowls and okay. um the ahi nachos um she ordered that a couple times what was on the nachos was it like uh um... the ahi tuna okay. and um they had these spicy fries that had Ooh. like sriracha and on other the, stuff on the nachos on them. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. um spicy good. Fries. we um the thing that we ate over and over and over again uh was the shave ice really i think was it that I much different we, pr- we probably had half a dozen of them maybe more <laughs> and where was that was that like a special shop or was it at the resort itself no that was at the resort itself there's a shave ice right in the was middle of everything there's a shave ice and a little um snack shop and they do the mickey shave ice um but i one of my comments that i made about what to do and like what not to do is you know the first time you go there you see the mickey ears the iconic mickey ear shave ice and so you get it the first time and then the ears fall off as soon as you start eating it and it makes a sloppy mess and whatever. And so my, my, my suggestion was go get one the first time, take your pictures, take your pictures of your kids with it. Cause it melts like instantly. And then after that, don't bother with the Mickey one, just get a regular shave ice because you save yourself the grief and the mess. Is it free or no? No, oh, it's one. not a cruise Joe. <laughs> they were, were $5 each. I love cruises. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so. For the food, you know, Polynesians trying to match that kind of food. Would you say Polynesians close to the food at Hawaii? Um, the I would I particularly like the food. Um, if you had me pick between Alani food itself and the Polynesian, I like the Polynesian better. Ooh. Um, but I also didn't experience as much of the food as I would have liked to at Alani only because a things close up super early and you know b we we had a lot of out days and so our days where we were at the resort because we had the two-bedroom villa we would cook in the evening so we didn't really get to experience like dinner but um i would say that the food at the polynesian is on par with other local hawaiian cuisine that we were you know able to try okay cool they should have ohana there well, that's probably what uh, Makaiki was at one point or another because it used to be a buffet. But Ooh. again, COVID kind of killed that. So yeah, they went. They probably took away the noodles there too, and then <laughs> brought them back. Uh, let's see. What else did you talk about? The Olilo room was great for live music and a drink. Um, it was really kind of funny because my husband ordered a drink called the Back Scratcher, and it came out and it had a literal back scratcher sticking out of it. Oh, really? 
Yeah. And so we're like, what? And they're like, yeah, you get to take it home with you. So then I turn it over and I look at it. I'm wondering if, you know, it says Alani on it somewhere. It says Oriental Trading Company on it. Oh, oh that stinks. <laughs> does it really? It does. Did you, and did he, he brought use it, it home. I, we oh, were did? unloading the suitcases today. I'm like, you brought this back scratcher hey, home. Hey, I wish I had a back scratcher. Like, Me too. <laughs> he's like, I paid for it. <laughs> So did you guys do any of the adventure trails or did you go golfing? Uh, no golfing. Oh. We did the, spent a lot of time in the pools and the lazy river and the slides and things like that. Yeah. Um, probably laughed the hardest at the slides because um, there's two. So there's one where you can do a single tube or a double tube. And that one's kind of fun. We did that a few times. There's a dark slide. Um, and it actually, it's kind of longer. The first time I went on it, it's kind of longer than um, I, I, to the point where I was like, okay, where does this end? Because, you know, it's just pitch black all the way through it. But what's really funny is, of course, us being us, um, you know, we were you know, screaming and being silly and everything like that. And, um, it was really funny because, um, you know, Trevor was with us. And so at the bottom of the slide is a lifeguard. And so you hear this person screaming high pitch and carrying on, and then he shoots out of the slide and the lifeguard said, well, that wasn't what I was expecting. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, and of course my husband, he's got to be silly and goofy and, and scream like a, a little girl as he's going down. So we laughed really hard at that. Um, because then everybody was trying to outdo each other. Um, the lazy river takes you about 10 minutes to go around. Um, it's pretty narrow. So like, if you're trying to clump up and hang out with people and just kind of chit chat with them, it, you can't really like you, you cause a traffic jam. Mm -hmm. So you kind of got to keep it moving uh, right now. They're pretty strict. If you want to be in the lazy river, you have to be in a tube. So um, you, and they're pretty strict on that. Um, uh, is there any octopuses in the uh, lazy river? No octopi in the lazy oh, okay. river. <laughs> so, but in, in Joe Rody fashion, if you look around at all the rocks and everything that are carved, you can definitely see some very subtle carved um, animals in all those rocks. Oh, that's it's pretty cool. yeah. neat. So um, that's kind of cool. Uh, we did, we tried to do the Menahune Adventure Trail. Uh, it's similar to our, our friends finished it that were with us. They did it with their kids another day. Um, they said it was cool, um, kind of equated it to, you know, the Kim Possible or Perry the Platypus at Epcot. Similar oh. thing with some interactive oh, stuff. Oh, that's cool. We tried to do it, but for some reason, our little tablet thing kept messing up. We turned it back in like four or five times. So we got to do things and then it would like disconnect and we'd have to walk all the way back and turn it in and, and then go back again. And then finally, after the fifth time, we told our son, like, we're really sorry, man. And he's like, whatever. I don't care. It's hot. Let's just get out of here. And they gave us the little, you, you got a little, um, Kukui nut, um, keychain to make when you finished it and they felt bad. So they just went ahead and gave us all the keychain, and we're like, whatever. And we talked to our friends and we told them the ones that we had seen. They told us that we pretty much saw all the really cool ones. So that made us feel a little better because cool. we felt bad. We didn't finish it. Between the two towering resorts is the Keiki Cove splash zone, Waikalohi lazy river, Waikalohi pool and Kamaka grotto in the rainbow reef. You can swim in the man-made 3,800 saltwater snorkeling lagoon, allowing you to swim with the fishes. The Menahoon Bridge is a 2100 play space with a climbing structure, two water slides, and interactive water elements. Pu'u'u Kilo is also a large recreation area with two water slides, one tube slide, and another body slide. 
And of course, there's the majestic Ko'olani Lagoon Beach. So, oh, Rainbow that? Reef. We yeah, did how that. How was that? How was that? Rainbow Reef. Rainbow Reef was pretty cool. Um, Something I didn't realize. So you have unlimited access to it. It's a small little reef, cold water. If Did you ever do the... No, that's a dumb question. I know you never did the shark tank at uh, Typhoon Lagoon. <laughs> no, but I'm, like, I'm about I to go... I don't know why I would I'm, even ask that. Of course I'm going to go to uh, Discovery Cove here in like a month. Are you going to swim with sharks? No. What? They don't have sharks, do they? Yeah, you can. You can, I think. But they have sharks? Uh, Typhoon Lagoon, Typhoon Lagoon had sharks. I'm sure they, they do. They had a shark reef. What they do? You can't. You can't have sharks. But it's not now. like a great white shark. Oh, man. Okay, not, okay. Not, it's like okay, baby yeah. sharks, whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, like little like baby hammerheads, shark. like nurse sharks, like that kind of thing. Yeah, 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 you yeah, only okay. could swim on the top of the water. You couldn't dive down. <laughs> and but okay, so they used to have that at Typhoon Lagoon, and we really liked doing that. And but that water was really cold. Yeah, yeah, it has um, to keep them cold because because uh, that's one of the things that we were talking about. Like we're we're hoping to go ahead and swim around with like fish, you know, like in the coral reef. Or, over at Discovery Cove, but the water's cold cold because the water needs to be cold for the fish. Right. So um, that was cold. But what was cool and what I didn't realize is that by paying for Rainbow Reef for the day, we also got access to snorkeling gear down at the beach. Oh, so, cool. that was, so we didn't realize that. So actually, my friend Cassandra and I, you know, we did the reef and I took her son out in Rainbow Reef. He, that was kind of cool because he was terrified. But, you know, he held my hand and I took him through it. And so that he was excited about. And then um after that, we um, actually took the snorkeling gear. We went down to the beach, got the snorkeling gear out there, and her and I snorkeled all the way out to the end of the lagoon. And we definitely saw bigger fish. Um, the problem was that we, um, it was kind of later in the afternoon, so a lot of the sand was kind of pretty stirred up so we didn't get to see it as clear i heard it was really clear in the morning yeah um but totally different snorkeling experiences but included in one so that actually is not a bad deal as far as price goes you see any great whites no great whites. what happens if a whale would have like um swam up to you what you would have done jen uh, i would have swam with it <laughs> and died happy <laughs> look at me guys look at don't me. get swallowed the guy like oh, the guy yeah, by in boston oh i saw that oh, i actually gosh. read that yeah. Uh, hey, real quick about Rainbow Reef. Is there any connection to Rainbow Road? No. No Nintendo connection. <laughs> Sorry. I'm oh, sure man. there's probably copyright. I don't think the council will allow it. No. The what? Probably not. The council. <laughs> the council? <Yeah. laughs> Is it talking about the TVA? No, I'm talking about the Hawaiian council. Oh, okay. <laughs> did, did you get my thing about the TVA? You know what the TVA yeah. is? Yeah, yeah. Okay. At Alani, they offer DVC rooms and resort rooms. The resort rooms consist of the standard view, island garden view, partial ocean view, poolside garden view, and ocean view, all consisting of two queen beds or one king bed and one queen size sleeper sofa. The deluxe studio have similar view options, but provide one queen bed and one queen size sleeper sofa. The villas again provide the same views, but provide one king bed, one queen sleeper sofa, and one single pull down bed. The suites consist of the same views, but provide one king bed, one queen size sleeper sofa, and either one bunk size pull down or one bunk bed. So what'd you think of the room? The room was great. Um, the, it definitely a lot of space. So we had a two bedroom villa, you know that. Um, mm -hmm. so the master was huge, had this nice garden tub, a rain shower, um, wow, shower, separate shower enclosure, all of that stuff. Um, and then we had a really, really nice central area where, you know, you could sit and eat dinner, a full kitchen, uh, full, you know, like living room area with the TV. And then the other side was another bedroom with two double beds and a separate bathroom. And then there was a half bathroom on the front, which 
which was oh, nice. Cool. There were six of us. So, you know, there are plenty of space to, you know, spread out and whatever. Washer and dryer, great addition. I don't know if I would do it without that because that made things so much easier, except, you know, just not anticipating that we packed way too much. So were the rooms outdated? No, not at all. Um, definitely had like a Polynesian vibe to them as far as the, you know, the decor, the browns and things like that. I didn't feel like it was updated at all. Apparently they're putting new stuff in because I kept saying, gosh, it just smells so great in here. What is it? And finally I stopped somebody and asked them and they're like, ma'am, that's new carpet. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> well, it smells really good. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, is that a scent that you sell in the shop or something? And they're like, no. <laughs> I didn't get that new carpet uh, wax melt. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you have to but go to check, see if they have it. They have the new, um, TV, you know, the smart TVs that when you walk in, it says, you know, welcome family and things like that. Oh, cool. So, Ooh. um, when we checked in, we, the only thing that we requested was the highest floor possible. And so we were kind of bummed because as that day progressed, you know, we got to the resort first thing in the morning. And so we said, oh, we'll just hang out by the pool until they call us for our room. Well, the room is supposed to be ready by four o'clock. Well, now we're hot. We're in the sun, you know, no break, no place to kind of get away from anything. The day's dragging on. We have the Lua that night. We've got to get ready and we're starting to get antsy. So at 355, they sent us our room number. We're like, okay, ooh, it's on the 16th floor, which is the highest floor. Well, we had the room all the way on the end. So they didn't, it was an island garden view. We had a perfect view of the Luau, but we also had a great view of the ocean. So it wasn't an ocean view, but it probably could be um, labeled as such because we had such a nice view. Awesome. Yeah, I kind of saw that view. It was really nice. Definitely. Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. The wall inside the entryway at Makahiki Restaurant is made entirely from the inside of coconut shells. The rock work all around Waikilohi Valley has carvings of hidden animals, fish, shells, and other native Hawaiian features. Approximately 90% of the merchandise found inside the shops at Alani is exclusive to the resort and cannot be found anywhere else. The compass rose located inside the entrance of Alani is unlike a traditional compass. Instead of north, south, east, and west, the compass points to Maoka, to the mountains, and Makai, to the sea. There are over 300 statues hidden around the resort. The photo collage behind the registration desk is made up of images taken by Hawaiian school children. Throughout Alani, you'll spot hidden Mickeys in the carpets, wallpaper, bedspreads, and even on the artwork inside each guest room. Did you spot those hidden Mickeys? I did. Some of them are very, um, you know, kind of almost have a abstract, like a, like a, like, I don't want to say tribal, but kind of for lack of a better word, you know, they're not quite traditional, but you definitely saw them in the carpet, in the woodwork, on the wall, in the door to your room and things like that. So they're there. They're just not glaringly obvious. Yeah. I saw a picture of one. It was, it was a big diamond and two little diamonds instead of circles. Yes. Yes. That's exactly how, that's a perfect way to describe it. So, and the, the Menahune are the statues that are hidden around the resort. Um, they're kind of almost like Hawaiian leprechauns, if you will. And there's, there, a lot of them are sleeping. And so it's kind of fun throughout the week for the kids to, you know, kind of look, cause you get in the elevator and you look up and there's a Menahune sleeping on the top of the elevator. They're just all over. And so it's pretty cool. And that's part of that adventure trip. Trail, that Menahune Adventure Trail is finding them and it kind of gives the story behind them. And so I would suggest doing that early in the week because then that way the rest of the week you're spotting them throughout the resort. 
Yeah, it's kind of like when you buy a car, then you see the kind of, that car all over the road. Yeah. So when you're aware of it, you see it everywhere. Did you get a lot of merchandise since it's uh, can only be found there? Okay, so it's funny because um, I did, but I was very, very worried about space because we had packed that morning and then went down to the gift shop and we were all really stressed out about how much space we had to the point where I had a, an Alani suitcase in my hand and was debating it. And my husband's like, are you really going to spend that much money on a suitcase and then spend money to check it? And are you going to spend that much money on a suitcase and then check it? Cause it's not going to come back to you the way it looks now. And I'm like, Oh, I know, but then I could not worry about buying stuff. So, um, um, I didn't buy as much as I wanted to. And the other problem is the merch was limited as far as size went, because there were probably three Hawaiian shirts that my husband would have jumped all over, but they only had it in extra small and extra, extra large, like, and they had been out of stuff for months. Um, my friend wanted the Pandora charm, didn't have it, hasn't been around in a while. Um, so, you know, we were kind of limited on, that if, as far as like clothing and things like that went, um, but apparently my son, so they have these things called wishables. Do you know what they are? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure what they are. They're little squishy stuffed animals. Um, I should, um, I'll see if I can have him bring one in. They come in like a little bag. It's like a blind bag. And if it, anybody who has a school age kid knows what a blind bag is. So these wishables are um, Alani exclusive as well. And I guess there's this whole big thing. And so my son didn't want a collection of them. He actually just wanted the shave ice one. Um, so and I'm having him bring them in. So he the first try they had one that is like there's this um it's it's like sushi, but it's not. It's spam and rice and it's wrapped in seaweed. And I can't think of the name of it. It starts with an M and my daughter would know it right away. It's it's a spam something. So this is it. It's a spam mutsusubi something. Oh, that's cool. Very um, kawaii. Yeah. It, this one, I, I don't know why, but I went down a rabbit hole on uh, eBay and that one's like 75 bucks. Dang. So, but this is the shave ice. Oh, that's one. cool. That's awesome. So if you could see it, I know my background here. Maybe if I, no, I could see it. it's cool. There. Yeah, it's very that's cool. The shave, that's the shave ice one. So I like this one. I like both. How many you have, man? He got two. Okay. So it was funny, though, because we were feeling the blind bags and he got the spam one. And then he's like, one more go. Give me one more go and let me find the shave ice. So we went back in and the they must be the the store cast members must be so tired of people because they could see us feeling on the bags. And so she started feeling on the bags, too. And she handed him one and said, that's the shave ice. And he's like, are you sure? And she's like, I'm sure. So he had that in his That's hand crazy. and he, he wasn't a hundred percent. Meanwhile, this mom comes in frantic. I need two spams and two shave ice. And the lady's like, I've already felt all these. He's got one in his hand. I don't know if there's any other ones in there. And I'm like, sorry, bro, <laughs> hurry up and pay for it. Yeah. So, but you know, we came out with the, the same old, you know, merch that people on vacation normally get shirts and spirit jerseys and things like that. But it's very expensive. <laughs> Like, I don't know if you can see this, but I bought this little pack of pens, right? Mm -hmm. And they just say Alani on it and they have characters. I'm like, oh, I'll use those for work. $18 for a six pack of pens. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the spirit jerseys were around $75. I think the T-shirts like 40 So, yeah, it, it was definitely um, Hawaii prices for sure. <laughs> so, um, in fact, that was kind of like 
at one point, you know, we had all of this merch up on the counter and he's my husband's watching the total go up and up and up. And I'm not, <laughs> I, I don't even know if I should tell you what the final tag was. It was a lot. And he just looked at me and I'm like, sorry. <laughs> and he's like, let's spend some DV. Let's get more DVC points. Right. So <laughs> I can just come back and buy more stuff. Yeah. But, you know, you know how he is, Joe. On I vacation. know exactly how he he's is. like. He's like, buy whatever you want. Don't ask me any questions. Just buy and it. And then he walk. And he, then he afterwards, like 60 he's like, hours a day. We're like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> right. <man?" laughs> right. And then as soon as we get home, he's like ramen noodles for everybody. <laughs> we hear this his no Alani is a magical place and is a must visit. Save that money or DVC points and get yourself out to the most immersive resort Disney has ever built. Happiness guaranteed. Dreaming of a Disney vacation? If you aren't able to go enjoy the resorts, then get yourself some three cheeky chicks wax melts. Studies show smells help bring forward memories. So these smells are a must have if you want to put yourself back at these grand resorts. Go to MagicallyScented.com to order scents like Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's an earthy smell with sage, lemon, and lime. There is a Port Orleans French Quarter, which has fragrance of flowers, cotton, mandarin blossoms, freesia, and peonies. The Wilderness Lodge Melt smells of mahogany, blood orange, red pepper, sage, cognac, bourbon vanilla, golden amber, tonka bean, and sandalwood. The Vero Beach Melt will transport you with its orange blossom, star jasmine, velvet roses, and greens. Just visit MagicallyAscended.com and use promo code DizHis20 to purchase a wide range of wax melts, candles, and room sprays, all made by Three Cheeky Chicks. That's Three Cheeky Chicks at MagicallyAscended.com, promo code DizHis20. That's Three Cheeky Chicks at MagicallyAscended.com. Hey, it's AJ for the D-Plus Club where we cover all things Disney+. Plus. Each week, I'll bring you the latest news and rumours, as well as what's new and what's coming soon to Disney+, Plus in the US and in the UK. Each week, we also have a weekly movie club. Between the 21st of June and the 27th, we'll be returning to our MCU series for Captain America, The First Avenger. Share your thoughts in the weekly movie club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord. And I'll feature some of your comments in this week's podcast. You can find the D Plus Club on all major podcasting platforms with new episodes every Sunday. This is this is review review. So uh, last week was Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes, right, which is an iconic movie. But there was an issue where Mrs. Doubtfire is not on Disney Plus over here. In the U.S. Oh, it's not? No, it's only in, I guess, like the U.K. over there or whatever. Oh. But, you know, um, you can pretty much find it. Pretty much. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Or so. if you get your, um, what are those called? The internet, where you hide your internet. And you oh, can, VPN. VPN. Oh, yeah, that's one way. Location. Yeah, yeah, you can go ahead and use a VPN. Hey, that really works. Yeah, it does. Well, you know what's real funny about that? Is that your, your son is like the VPN master. What? No, I believe it. I completely believe yeah, it. So this is what he did. He did something with Roblox. So I guess something with Roblox you can only buy in a certain area of the world. So he downloaded a <laughs> VPN. And so I was talking, I was like, dang, Nathan. I was like, you did this? And he's like, yeah. He's like, I can only do something, you know, on Roblox overseas or something like that. So he got a VPN, changed the, the VPN to overseas and got the thing for Roblox. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was kind of cool. I, I, that's pretty, uh, you know, for, uh, what, he's, tw- he's 11, right? Yeah, almost yeah, twelve. Yeah, exactly. Almost twelve. Not quite. Come on, we don't don't try to age us, Jen. <laughs> you know, we and um, your daughter already graduated when I held her mm. when like she was like a day old. 
<laughs> and uh, but Mrs. Doubtfire, talking about Mrs. Doubtfire, yeah. great movie, right? Mm-hmm. Robin Williams, you know, Disney legend, right? With being the genie. Uh, but I watched this with my son uh, maybe a couple weeks ago. Oh, really? How do you yeah. like it? He loved it. Did he? Yeah, it's funny. It's a funny movie. It holds you know? up for kids nowadays, huh? Oh yeah, it does for sure. Did you watch it? I didn't watch it recently, but I've I've watched it growing up so many times. Oh yeah, it's so funny. Uh, I saw it in the movie theaters. Oh, did you really? Yeah. I don't think I saw a movie theaters, but man, that the movie is so funny. 007 is hilarious. I don't know his name. The guy, the who? 007. The guy. Oh, Pier, uh, Pierce Bronson? Brosnan. Brosnan, right? whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, so, he's oh I love God. him in it. It's that part when he's sitting there and they're at the pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and he chucks and he throws like the lemon out of the back of his head. Yes. He's like, oh, drive by shoot, uh, drive by fruiting, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, the one of the hardest um, trivia questions, Disney trivia questions, um, came from that movie. What was it? <laughs> that nobody got. It was movie quotes. That's what it was. It was on a Disney cruise, and it was movie quotes trivia. And the quote was, "You had to say what movie it was from." The quote was, "Hello." That's all it was. Hello. No one fl- exactly, but it's nobody got it. But did it, I, did they say it like Joe no, said it? No, they that's didn't. not nope. fair. That was, it was, that was, well, it was like the hardest question. I was with you. Were you with me? Yes. I remember it. That's not fair. They should at least say it in the Nobody got it, right, Joe? No one got it. No one got it. But then at the very end, he's like, let me go ahead and do it. And he went, hello, like that. And I was like, oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great move. But hey, we're talking about trivia real quick. You Uh know, Alex and I just did a hot food trivia challenge where, you know, Chris from the No New Friends podcast. He uh, asked us some Disney. He hosted some, and he asked us like some some Disney questions. And for every one that we got wrong, we went through like a level of hotness with chicken. Mm-hmm. So go to you know Diz his find us on YouTube. You can just search Diz his on YouTube. Go ahead and check out that video. Like subscribe. It's, it was actually a lot of fun to film. Yeah, it was fun. And yeah. we're gonna do it again. Oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna do it again. Of course, we, do, it was hot for you. I like spicy foods. <laughs> Right, Alex, not so much. So I like you, spicy foods, oh, dude. You got to that six. That six is no problem. It's got me. a little runny nose. Dude, you had a, a, a napkin. Like, a you runny were nose. Okay, <laughs> um, but that's a lot of fun. Go check that out on YouTube. Uh, that's a lot of fun to make. Jen, you you interested in doing that with us? Oh, I would totally do that. Some with hot this. hot food challenge. But listen, I also on that note talking about Chris and didn't Dane did Dane co-host one? No, we want Dane to co-host one of them. No, No. for sure. So I listened to the ones as I was getting ready for vacation. I listened to um, Chris on the podcast. No, she's asking if Dane co-hosted an episode. Dane did co-host. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay, that's what I thought. So I was listening to them co-host, and I was like, oh dang. I wonder if I'm going to have a job when I come back because they did such a good job. Yeah, it was they fun. They really did. Yeah, they did. They're they're good guys, too, for sure. I mean, I love talking with Dane. I love talking with Chris. They're both really cool guys. They know a lot about Disney, especially Dane, man. He knows a lot about he Disney. He does know a lot. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> On Tuesday evenings, join Joe and I along with Remy from Remy's Roundtable and Chris from the No New Friends podcast as we Twitch stream. The three of us join forces to bring you an hour and a half of good fun and games on Diz Journey. Find us on Twitch at DizHis65. Do you need to go on a trip? Do you hate the hassle of organizing a vacation? Well, say Hakuna Matata and call Matthew over at Travel by Chewy. He is an expert who can arrange itineraries from a relaxing Hawaiian getaway to an exciting theme park adventure. The best part is his services are free. 
Call him at 507-261-9773. That was 507-261-9773. And just let him know Diz has sent you. Okay, Jen. So um, we obviously know what you did this week in Disney. <laughs> Is there anything that you want to add? or Because I know we talked about it a lot throughout the episode. I don't think so. I mean, it... Um... I, I can't say I don't have anything negative to say about the resort, the experiences or anything like that. I definitely feel like um, if anybody has the opportunity to do it, don't hesitate, just do it. And then, you know, do your research because there are, you know, there's a Facebook group for everything. And I found an Alani Facebook group. Um, actually, there are a couple of them and they were cool for a couple of different reasons. And that was one thing I didn't mention. Um, but they were, those Facebook groups were just so much information in there, so much helpful information that really helped to kind of put all the pieces of the puzzle together with this trip. Um, but then on the other side, the other really cool part of that is, um, is if you have one of the villas that has a kitchen, of course, you're going to try to save a little bit of money and cook. And um, we had a couple of chefs with us in our group of 16 people that really enjoyed cooking and kind of got a plethora of supplies. Well, inevitably, you know, you, you have these great intentions to cook and you don't use all of this stuff, or you have things that just don't fit in your suitcase. Well, one of the really cool things with these Facebook groups is it's kind of like a pay it forward group. And so when people would check out, they would put their stuff. So like we took all of our perishable stuff. We had, you know, unopened hot dogs and, and cream cheese and breakfast products and things like that. And we put it all in a bag and you put them all in the ice, in the ice room of each floor. Um, and you post it in this group. And let me tell you, we posted our stuff and like, Hey, this is available on this floor in this tower. You know, this is what it is gone in 15 minutes. Yeah. I saw that. That was kind of cool. I see. I saw that on the the group. That is yeah, interesting. So, yeah, it was pretty neat. And we actually, we benefited from one of those. I know my, my brother and sister-in-law did because they got, they got like a uh, part of a, uh, like half a bottle of vodka or something like that and pool noodles for the kids. Um, we ended up with um, two full face snorkel masks, oh, which wow. was nice because we cleaned those up and the kids used them and, and water shoes, which was funny because we went to Waimea Falls and people had talked about needing water shoes. Some of us had them, some of us didn't. And so we ended up with three pairs of, of like brand new water shoes that, um, we came into great use from that group. And so what we did was those things, those masks and the shoes and everything like that, we washed them up when we were done with them and we paid it forward and, and so on and so forth. And all it's just really cool how people come together just to kind of do that and, you know, help people save money a little bit here and there. So that was pretty neat. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. How about you, Alex? What'd you do in the world of Disney? <clears throat> uh, not too much. We actually started watching Parent Trap, the Lindsay Lohan one. Oh, wow. Really? Emma, and she was getting into it. Uh, we didn't get all the way through it. We're like halfway done. Uh, speaking of pay it forward, there's a funny story. Um, I'm a Reddit guy. I go on Reddit and there's a Reddit Disney World page. And a lady posted a week and a half ago that they went to Disney World. And her daughter had won at mini and then they lost it the same day. So she was like, how do I locate a mini? How do I find it? And people were giving comments like, oh, reach out to desk, reach out to this, reach out to that. And someone was like, hey, you reach out to them, but then message me back if you don't work out because I have one exactly the same and I'll send it to you if you give me your oh, address. Oh, that's cool. So then the lady, like a week later, the lady reposted 
a, a picture of her daughter with the new mini she got because she did reach out and the lady, the person did send her the mini that the daughter had lost. So now the, the daughter has the mini that she had lost at Disney, but now got it back. That's cool. That See, that's what social media should be used for. Right, exactly. Right? In the internet, it's for things like that where you can communicate with other families, get things that you're not using anymore. Um, that's Those are good st- stories for yeah. sure. Definitely. That's it for me. Okay. So what this, about you, Joe? This week, you know, I watched Loki, which is great. I oh, love yeah, Loki. Me too. I, I think that it's going to, right now, I think it's going to end up being the best series that they put on Disney Plus, you know, next to like WandaVision and uh, Captain America and Winter Soldier or whatever. I think, or Captain Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think that this is going to be the best one. You, you know? think it's a one season thing? I don't know. I have no idea. Don't talk about it too much because I'm never one to be like, please don't spoil. But we tried watching it out at um, mm-hmm. the resort and we this. were so tired. We're like literally like falling asleep. The only person who stayed and actually paid attention, of course, was Trevor. <laughs> and so um, so we promised we would watch it again at home when we could be like uninterrupted because I know there are some things in there that were important for us to catch. Mm-hmm. And I keep hearing it's like the best show ever. So I really want to yeah, get back and like, watch it. Yeah. I'm not going to talk too much about it. I was going to say we'll I watched talk about that. next week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, did that. We did the hot food challenge, which was a lot of fun. And I also started this new thing on social media called Diz or That, where I, you, you've probably seen it before, where you have to kind of compare two things. You got to pick them. You know, for example, I put Dumbo or Peter Pan's Flight. And you got to circle which one you'd rather do. Oh, so man. I put a new one of that. I put one uh, of that on social media, Diz65, Twitter. Instagram, Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, you can go ahead and just follow us if you want to participate. I want to share some of the ones that people posted and tagged me with. So Donald's other nephew on Twitter, he picked, um, let me give you the options, I guess. Dumba or Peter Pan's Flight, Ohana or Boma, Snow White or Cinderella, Polly or Grand Floridian, Mickey or Minnie. Right, those are the ones I picked. So Donald's other nephew picked Pan, Ohana, Snow White, Polly, and Mickey. Yeah. Diz Mom Knows picked... Peter Pan's Flight, Ohana, Cinderella, Polly, Mickey, Chewy. He picked Peter Pan's Flight, Ohana, Cinderella, Polly, and Mickey. And then Jared, he picked Dumbo, Ohana, Cinderella, Grand Floridian, and Mickey. I picked Dumbo, Ohana, Cinderella, Polly, and Mickey. That sounds about right for me, too. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. I, I, you know, I kind of thought about it. I was like, who? how about you, Jen? How about Dumbo or Peter Pan's Flight? Peter Pan's Flight, hands down. Ohana, Boma. Oh, that's not fair. Ohana. Oh, am Come I on, paying Ohana. for it or not? If I'm not paying for it, Ohana. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you really like Boma that much That much more? I do. Actually, uh, my daughter was asking me the other day, is that restaurant open yet? When can we go back there? And for her to ask for something at Disney, that's kind of it's, a big Boma's deal. good, but I, I would rather eat at Ohana. Uh, Snow White or Cinderella? Cinderella. Polly or the Grand? Oof, Polly. And Mickey and Minnie? Mickey. Oh, cool. So that's the His on Alani. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHiz.